football is so much more than just the score. And the same is true of the LiveScore app. You probably know LiveScore for real-time updates and in-play stats, but what about their pre- and post-match offerings? We're talking breaking team news, player stats, match highlights, lineups, and live league tables all rolled into one match page. And don't miss exclusive content on all things football, from the latest transfer news to expert analysis and insight, only on LiveScore's watch section. Download the free LiveScore app from the App Store or Google Play. LiveScore. It's more than a score. Listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now, enjoy the show. Incredibly exciting. It's really about learning. As a developer, that's an amazing feeling to Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 130 of the latest PS5. We've got a great episode for you this week. We're going to be talking about The Last of Us on HBO, but this week specifically about the viewership data and the numbers that are behind the two episodes. The actual episode itself, we're going to talk in our Patreon-exclusive show, The Latest PSX. Alex is dying to talk about it, so you may hear me shouting at him during Story 1 to stop him from just talking about his opinion. <laughs> Save it, Alex. We've got to wait for Patreon for that one. But we're also going to talk about Microsoft. The saga has taken a new twist, Alex, as Microsoft has issued a subpoena to Sony. Oh, nice. So obviously we're, we're getting some movement on that front. Um, you won't be able to see WWE 2K23, and we'll explain why later. And obviously, we're going to talk about the DualSense usage in Dead Space Remake, which is out this week. And I'm going to do all of that with Mr. Alex Sylvester. Alex, how has your <laughs> week specifically been this week? <laughs> uh, it's funny how you uh, emphasize specifically about this week uh, and how it's been. Um, it's actually been uh, a, a week like no other, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, fans and loyal supporters of the latest PS5. Your boy, Alex Sylvester, is now engaged. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, me and the missus got engaged and it, it, we're going for a whole moment of uh, elation, jubilation, and it's just a lot of good feelings right now. Uh, you know, and just uh, receiving all the love from, um, you know, friends and family. Uh, it's just been, it's just been wonderful. So uh, thank you to everybody and uh, on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. On to the next one. Um... Challenge. I did. I, I thought to myself, it's going to get mentioned on the show. So I mentioned it to Demi. She passes on a massive congratulations to you as well uh, and asks, when's the stag do? You know what I mean? She's like, <laughs> she'll be inviting herself. I love it. But <laughs> okay, cool. I think I, I, myself, Demi, Asim, everyone else who's been a part of the latest PS5 and all the listeners, we congratulate you. It's finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. 
You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. Lie. Alex sent me a picture to drop a hint, and I thought that his wife was pregnant again. That's how far <laughs> I thought the engagement was gonna happen because Alex just has yep. stalled the shot on that one, and now he's pulled the trigger, and we're all happy about it. Cannot wait, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna tell and you in advance good. now. There will be at some point between 23 and 24 where there is no latest PS5 for a month because we will A, be on a stag and B, the next three <laughs> weeks, recuperating from said stag. Sure, so recovery, we shall... you know, blood transfusion, the whole lot, stomach pumped. <laughs> you know, we might need That's some if, advantages. <laughs> if we were incarcerated while on this stag, that is, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, and that is in the realm of possibility, isn't it, mate? <laughs> definitely. I'm definitely. your one as well, but anyway, we won't get into that right now. Uh, but yeah, man, what we got? <laughs> uh, so, obviously, this past week, um, we have been playing games amongst each other, maybe not you, but uh, myself this week, I've been waiting for Dead Space Remake, so I just thought, you know what, I'm going to try a whole lot of trials on PlayStation Plus, so I, I tried Steel Rising, I've played the trial for PGA 2K23, which I thought I'd be like really hooked on and then getting ready. But I've actually turned my head and I'm looking at EA's upcoming PGA game. I was like, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you before scratching this uh, golf itch that I have at the moment. And I'll see which one's better, um, which I didn't expect to happen. But yeah, I left quite underwhelmed with 2K23. looks like a PS4 game. Um, Really? And at, at this stage now, you need to be looking beautiful to gain my attention yeah. on that one. Yeah, you playing definitely. eFootball online as well. What about yourself? Oh, and I went back to Gran Turismo 7 and just picked up a few Gran extra Turismo races. 7. Some of those oh, menus nice. done in there. Uh, have you played anything? Yes, I have, actually. I managed to uh, get a few moments to uh, dive back into the world of Forbidden West as we're coming up to the one-year anniversary of the game. Uh, but yeah, I've, uh, I think I took down one of those massive... Uh, super elephant tusks, which took me forever. And like, mm. I didn't need to do it. You know, it's one of those ones where I didn't really need to take down this massive um, mammoth or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was just one of those things that it got me and I just had to find the most quick and efficient way uh, to take it down. And it actually got me out of my comfort zone instead of just using like the, you know, like the standard bow and arrows and uh, the various yeah. weapons that were on my wheel. And um, I started experimenting with a whole load of others, um, especially those uh, sticky bombs as well. You know, those mm. sticky acid bombs. I can't even remember the actual names, the trip casters, um, a whole host of weapons. So um, I think I'm definitely ready for the uh, the final battle. You know, um, well, I have to say, you know, you just you were just talking about it then. It just got me thinking. I don't think, you know, when you look at all the games, the the battles and the the combat in Horizon, just the the mm. complexities of it. You know, when you're looking at like what elements and things can take down these these machines, so some of the best in video games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you said, some battles can go up to forty minutes to an hour because you're trying to yeah, dude, slowly man, it pick it apart. To take man. Down this. Yeah, man, it took a while, man. And like, you know, it's really annoying when you're almost there. You've got it down to like what five percent, and then you know they go, they have a frenzy, don't they? They start laying out all their guns yeah. and the flames and bombs. They go nuts, and I love the way that yeah, the AI just switches up. You know what I mean? Because it knows in defense mode. I love that, but it's freaking annoying when you're just about to re uh, like uh, reload your health, reload your weapons, and you just get hit, hit by like a projectile, and it wasn't actually a direct hit. It's like because I think that uh, mammoth throws like a massive boulder, and then it explodes, and I think it was that explosion that just got me, and I, I was sure that I was away from it, but um, yeah, it got me, and that just pissed me right off, man. But that's the nature of the game. I eventually took it down, and 
I'm on to the next one. So yeah, you just well, remind you just reminded me of a really fucked up moment. Um, there's an area in Horizon where you drop down into a field and there's these two big T Rex things walking around in like an eight figure, and there's loads oh, yeah. of flying glint hawks and stuff, and you got to take it all out. <laughs> oh, nice. And I fought them I all. Don't know if I'm taking it. Oh yes, fought them all. I think yeah. everyone, yeah. Fought them all, took them all, used all my health. I had nothing left. I literally, you could have breezed on me wrong and I could have died. I got the final <laughs> yeah. shot, killed the final machine, and I stopped, put my pad down to breeze, like, oh my God, I'd done it. But because he died, all his shit fell off him and one landed on me and killed me. <laughs> you know, and then they drop all the compartments and stuff. Yeah, that you can... yeah. Because I had no funny. life left. I had no life left. And some of them obviously spark or whatever when they hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, and one yeah. just hit me Those and killed me. Projectiles. And I was like, I mean, and I, I just stared at the telly and I was like, I killed it. So it should checkpoint after it. No, it didn't. Yeah, it checkpointed me back at the top, ready to do it again. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe this fucking oh, game. Just the beauty of that game. It? No matter, it just looks at your hard work and just, just laughs at you. I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, it's a well, brilliant game. If you haven't got it yet, people definitely get your hands in a copy. Hundred percent. Um, well, before we move on to the news, uh, Demi has a game recommendations game recommendation for us this yes. week. So over to you, Demi. Another week, another game recommendation. This time we're taking a look at Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. An open world action role player, Flintlock is being made by Ashen developer A44. Blending up close and personal melee axe play and firearms at range, this third person adventure looked stunning during its gameplay showcase at E3 2022 and I can't wait to see more between now and its release date this year. The old gods, which have long abandoned mankind, have returned and opened the door to the afterlife, allowing their undead army to escape and cause havoc on the surface world. Approaching extinction, mankind establishes an army as they attempt to take back the world and defeat the gods. Starring protagonist Nor and her companion Enki, the pair are said to embark on an epic journey of vengeance, gunpowder and magic in humanity's next stand. Sound good? I think so too. All right, we're back, Alex. And before we start, you do not talk about your review for this episode until latest PSX. I'm just putting it out there. This is just for data purposes. Okay. You just so clarify exactly what episode we're talking about. Are we talking about Friends? Are we talking about Invincible? Are we talking about The Last of Us? Oh, we're talking about that one, baby. So number one, <laughs> HBO's The Last of Us has been, at least for PlayStation fans, a highly anticipated show. Now the number of fans for The Last of Us is seemingly expanding at an astounding rate thanks to the show. Not only have the sales for the game, both the PS5 version and the PS4 remastered version risen astronomically, The Last of Us has had the largest increase in viewership between episode one and two for a drama in HBO history. A report from Variety reveals that combined Nelson and Warner Brothers Discovery data show 5.7 million viewers tuned in live for episode two, which is a 22% increase from the previous week's live 4.7 million. It's incredible to be seeing these kinds of numbers for a video game adaption, especially because of how they serve to show more people who maybe otherwise wouldn't have played the games, the kinds of stories we've been playing for years now. And those numbers are no doubt on the rise, as the first episode was at 10 million views after two days, and it's currently sitting at 18 million views now. 
Wow. Alex, episode one, it's over 18. It's probably around about 20 million now, right? That's and people, amazing. these are just HBO. This is not worldwide. This is just HBO. Just HBO. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's definitely the phenomenon of the year. And um, yeah, I mean, those figures just prove it, don't they? And it's just been getting nothing but rave reviews, you know, mm-hmm. for existing uh, fans as well as, you know, newcomers to the franchise. And yeah, more power to them. Neil Druckmann has definitely hit uh, the nail on the head with this one. And it's, uh, yeah, right now it's two for two. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I'm saying, two for two. Excellent. And uh, finally, in a little bit of HBO news, Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie in The Last of Us HBO, has revealed that she's hopeful for a second season of the post-apocalyptic series, although noted that nothing official has been announced by the showrunners. I mean, they are taking little bits from The Last of Us 2 and putting it into it, not in terms of story beats, but just in terms of just like uh, location and setting and atmosphere and things like that. And can you just imagine, Alex, not talking about... Think about how they're doing and how they're writing this show. Can you imagine the context they would add to Last of Us 2's characters? You know what I mean? And to the backstory. Oh, yeah. All right. You're baiting me now. You know that, right? Because Not not to talk about the first episode. You can't talk about the first (laughs) episode. I really just want to dive into it, man. But uh, but, yeah, uh, the amount of work that they're doing, uh, the team, and the fact that it's it's pretty much giving me exactly what I wanted from the game. I mean, I, I mentioned it in the week, uh, last week's episode. Uh, this is like the the backstory, you know, um, fleshing out the world. Um, so it's not just based in the US. You know, we want to see what else is happening, you know, to give a bit more context, give it a bit, make it a bit more real. And with each episode so far, it just makes it ever more unnerving. You know, mm-hmm. and especially with the episode that what happened uh, this week as well. But um, but yeah, they're they're onto a winner so far. So far, it's been good, and I think this is like the best way to actually do any um game of adaptation or even a novel. You know, obviously, um, with The Witcher, that was a phenomenal success as well, wasn't it? Um, they could have, you know, days gone past. I guess they would have tried to convert that into a movie, and yeah, it would have divided fans. Some would have liked it. A lot of people would have hated it. But the fact is that they're able to flesh it out over you know eight episodes is is a godsend. You know, they got plenty of time to to give uh, more depth to the characters, but um. Yeah, I'm just glad that they managed to get me a chance with this one. I'm sorry, I've got one of the boys' toys just going off in the background. It's all good, it's all good. And listeners, what we'll do this week, just for this week... We're gonna So every week now, uh, our latest PSX show, which is a ex- uh, Patreon exclusive, you can listen to our review for each episode in those episodes. But for this week, episode two, we'll give it out for free. That way... <laughs> everybody can hear episode two and then if you like what you hear and you agree with us or disagree with us then sign up to patreon help support the show from just starting at a dollar or a pound or a euro uh, a month and then you get access to all ad-free episodes but you'll listen to all the remaining reviews and more importantly the finale when it eventually comes around right (laughs) we'll talk about it and we'll get into a lot more last of us this week so that episode will be free at some point this week for everyone so keep an eye out for that have a listen and then any future review latest psx episodes will be exclusive to patreon but alex enough about that let's move on to number two because we have a curveball in this never-ending story i got my mind set on you i 
Okay. <clears throat> uh, I got to clear my voice for this one. Yeah, obviously that was a jingle, ladies and gentlemen. Love it. Um, I'd say Microsoft has sent a subpoena to Sony in its lawsuit with the FTC. Sony was meant to have until January the 20th, 2023 to attempt to either limit, quash or respond in other fashion to the subpoena, but requested for an extension to January the 27th, 2023, which has which was approved. The subpoena was first sent through vote uh, incorrectly to Sony on the 12th of January, after which Sony had to send it back to Microsoft over a lack of specificity as to who it was proper who the proper recipient was as part of the filing. Um, it was revised and sent back on January the 17th or at the time. Sony was still expected to respond to by the, the 20th of January, which brings us to the extension being requested and granted. Microsoft may be hoping for a subpoena up uh, for the company who's been vocally against um, Activision and Blizzard deal uh, make uh, and making a show of Sony's own exclusivity tactics will win them their case against the FTC. Ah. A lot of legalese, uh, but yes, so uh, a bit of issues with the uh, subpoena, which was incorrectly set, sent to Sony. But this is just part of the ongoing drama, the unnecessary drama, you know, of Microsoft buying uh, Activision and Blizzard. And to be honest, I just wish they just got over it, really. You know, um, and as we mentioned previously um, in the past, it's a lot of money. You know, it's a lot of money on the table and Microsoft is going to be gaining a hell of a lot as soon as they um, acquire uh, these two companies but obviously companies it's all business everybody wants to make a bit of money everybody wants a piece of the pie and sony's not making sony's making sure that he's going to get its fair share um if if they're not able to stop it themselves but um i don't see how they're going to stop it you know microsoft's too big you know they've got their back pockets is longer than anything um and even if sony was able to stop it there'll be another acquisition somewhere down the line but uh Again, Sony, another mm. episode in this ongoing drama between Microsoft and Sony, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, this deal isn't going to, we're, we're, we're going to talk about it, little bits and bobs and things like that, but it's not going to get done until late 23, you know what I mean, for it to finally be approved and closed if it's going to court and stuff like that. It's just, like you said, there's so much money involved and mm. we're at a tipping point in the technical industry where streaming truly is taking over it took covid to expedite that transition but yeah. we're out of covid it didn't flip as much back as they thought it was streaming is still the bigger thing you know just in a video game it's in its infancy compared to whereas yeah. movies and tv are predominantly more streaming now you know um so there's a lot of money involved and every like you said if sony had just been like oh look they're buying activision microsoft wouldn't have to be offering all these contingencies to sony which benefits sony for a decade but you hold out as <laughs> long as you can it. exactly so you hold out as long as you can to get as much as you can you know um mm -hmm. and i think it would what it was nvidia and google also came out so they want to google Everybody and their mama, grandmamas, uncles, <laughs> aunts, everybody wants a part of this deal because it's a lot of money. And 
you know, if anything, I mean, Microsoft is uh, no stranger to acquisitions. Just recently, they uh, acquired, what, 49% stake in OpenAI, you know, the company behind ChatGPT. So we know they got the cash, you know, and that that deal as well was a steal. You know, I mean, they've just bought pretty much one of the best AIs we've ever witnessed on the planet for, you know, a bargain at 10 billion, you know, <laughs> especially when you compare it to uh, the value of this deal with uh, Activision Blizzard being in a, what, north of 70, 70 billion or 60 billion. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, hopefully they do manage to wrap this up by the end of the year. But I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I really don't know. But then again, I guess they've got a lot more money now that they've uh, axed like 10,000 of their pl- employees, uh, which we did mention in last, last week's episode, uh, which is terrible to hear. Um, but yeah, Microsoft, at least they just proven that they're all about one thing and that's money. And we'll see where this takes us. And on the flip side, you have Sony who sent every single employee that limited edition dual sense controller. And I want one. Have you seen it? It's white <laughs> and it's got all no, the little, it's white and it's got all little yeah. triangle circle X squares in the old oh, colors. Nice. Of, it, look, it looks mad. It looks absolutely crazy, man. Um, yeah, I want one. Google is changing the game by teaming up with The Athletic to double its coverage of women's sports in 2023. Through this sponsorship initiative, The Athletic will dedicate more staffing and resources to focus on women's professional sports, allowing them to cover not only essential in-season games and match highlights, but broaden their coverage to include more in-depth reporting and analysis of key moments in athletes. In the second series of the program, Journey to the Cup, follow along as the biggest stars on the pitch Prepare for their moment to shine at the 2023 Women's World Cup. This sponsorship is the latest among Google's efforts to increase representation and coverage of women's sports. Google and The Athletic, changing the game. This is David Aldridge. With the highly competitive and exciting NBA season in full swing, there's no better time than now to subscribe and start listening to The Athletic NBA Show. From breaking NBA trade news to game analysis to the best interviews around the sport, we have you covered on the latest from the NBA. Plus, every morning you'll find the daily ding in your feed to catch you up on last night's action. So if you love the NBA, check out The Athletic NBA Show on your podcast platform of choice or listen ad-free on The Athletic app. Hello everyone, I have a question for you. Did you know that we have a second PlayStation show called Latest PSX? No? Well, I have news for you. This show is exclusive to Patreon and we have new shows every single week. Over there we deep dive into news topics, predict large shows, discuss sales numbers and much more. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, I highly suggest that you become a patron, support the show and gain access to latest PSX every week. And we're back. And as we mentioned before, you know, if you don't want any advertisements in your episodes, why don't you consider supporting us on Patreon? The link is in the description or it's www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. And from just one dollar, one pound or one euro a month, you can get access to more PlayStation episodes every week, all early and all advertisement free. But let's move on. Speaking of three, number three, wrestler. Turned actor John Cena will feature as the cover star on all editions of WWE 2K23. 2K has announced with the release set for March 17th, 2023. 
Meanwhile, early access will be made available on March 14th for owners of the Deluxe and Icons editions of the game. WW2K23 will include a number of advancements for the franchise, including a unique take on the 2K showcase, war games, and expansions to various marquee game modes. Beyond that, WW2K23 will include a comprehensive roster of WWE superstars and legends such as Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, Steve Austin, and more. I will do that whole list. Going back a minute to the unique take on 2K Showcase. So what the 2K Showcase usually is, is they pick a wrestler, Alex, like Rey Mysterio or something like that, and yeah. they create uh, his whole career in the game, like okay. his biggest matches. But yeah. a level, the equivalent of a level or a mission in 2K Showcase is you have the match, and during the match, it will you'll be controlling the, the match, and then it will, it will ask you to do a certain move that was done right. in the match. When you pull it off, oh, it will nice. switch to a cutscene. He's yeah. giving you commentary over it, and you've just got to hit all these points in the match. So, like, there could be one where you actually have to take a finisher from the other person and get out, which yeah. is really hard right. to do in the game because you already smashed up to try and get out. But yeah. Yeah. it's risk and reward, risk and reward. And you always use the wrestler, like Rey Mysterio, so you do all his matches. The unique, gotcha. the unique take they're talking about this time is you will actually play John Cena's opponents and you're trying to stop John Cena <laughs> from achieving the showcase. Yeah, yeah. Like so, for like example, it. they're shown in the highlight video, um, mm-hmm. one of his matches against like AJ Styles or Edge, you would actually play as the other wrestler, so AJ or Edge, and you're yeah. trying to stop Cena from pulling off the moves, oh, you know, nice. that continue his showcase. So that will be the unique take. But moving back to the wrestlers, so these are the wrestlers that are currently confirmed. I'm just going to blitz this really quick. AJ Styles, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Austin Theory, Bad Bunny, who's available only as a pre-order bonus offer available through March 16th, 2023 for orders of the WWE 2K23 Standard Edition and Cross-Gen Edition. Batista, Batista Lathiathon version that is only available as part of the Ruthless Aggression Pack DLC. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar developmental version that is only available as the Ruthless Aggression DLC. Bron Brecker, Cody Rhodes, Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, John Cena. John Cena prototype developmental version is only in that Ruthless Aggression pack. Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, Kurt Angle, Logan Paul, Randy Orton. Randy Orton and his developmental version in the Ruthless Aggression pack. Rey Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, Rob Van Dam, Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Miz, The Rock, The Undertaker, Tommaso Ciampa and Triple H. There'll be a lot more wrestlers added to that. But... 2K22 was wow. great. You know, they, they they actually nailed it. They got it right. The 2K mode was great. The GM mode was amazing, which they're expanding on this year. And it looked beautiful. So it can only be onwards and upwards for this game. And it actually sold really, really well. So are you excited for this one? Uh, well, we've got a question about it later. So we've got a question okay. about it later. So we'll, we'll bring <laughs> that up later on that one. Um, but speaking about a game, obviously that has a date now, has a release date. Speaking of release dates, Alex, you, you're going to talk to us about one now, aren't you? I am about to talk to you about one. And this one, you better hold on to your seats for this one because <clears throat> it's a little something that everyone's been looking forward to. Uh, so Dark Pictures, uh, Switchback VR, was originally meant to launch alongside the PSVR 2 and potentially be the first VR game um, 
more excited PSVR 2 owners to jump into. Developer Supermassive Games, which by the way is one of the best names for a games company. I know I keep saying this, but I love it. Um, however, has announced uh, that it has chosen to delay the release of Switchback VR um, back almost a month to March the 16th. And they go on to say, it has always been our aim to release in the launch window of a new PSVR 2 headset, said Supermassive in its announcement. But it is also massively important to have to us that you, the players, receive the most polished, terrifying experience possible when you struck on the headset for the first time. Uh, with this in mind, we have made the difficult decision to set a new launch date of March the 6th deep. So at least it is only a month that uh, PSVR 2 um, uh, players will have to wait until it's actually released. But um, I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of glad that they're actually taking this this stance. There's no point in rushing uh, to release a half finished game. You know, let's just wait till it's ready. You know, there's there's no rush. You know, people will still go out there, and if it's good, it will have longevity, and it means it's going to be a lot cheaper for them in terms of going forward and patching up various bugs that they might find on the way. So. Uh, yeah, take your time, make sure it's ready for everybody and make sure you can make sure you can get that Metacritic score to be in a favorable range uh, because that's the last thing you want, right? You want a low score? I mean, we've played enough game devs tycoon to realize how important ratings are. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I'm glad that they're taking the time to polish the game. Yeah, and just to highlight as well, the fact that the delay is only like three and a half weeks means it's just polishing, yeah. it's just polishing the game. The game is already in that state. It's one of two things, either most likely 90% is they're just polishing to make sure the game is as beautiful as it can be. Or number two, they maybe just realize, oh, there's actually some people that are saying they might be getting a bit of motion sickness because you are on rails in this game. So God yeah. forbid they're trying to make it scarier in the last three and a half <laughs> weeks because it sounds scary <laughs> enough as it is, right? Oh I mean, God, Demi spoke yeah. about it. She spoke about yeah. it in the top five most anticipated. And I was like, yeah, the fuck do I want to play this game? You know? <laughs> oh, then you definitely want to play this game. So the first <laughs> you play Resident Evil 7 Madman in VR. I mean, geez, the demo alone still shut me up. But anyway, uh, you can not. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool. Um, and like you said, it's always good to delay the game if you're just doing something small in that nature. For those out there grappling with a weekend of DIY, Uber Eats, Leon grilled halloumi wrap, gluten-free chicken nuggets, Pizza Hut pepperoni feast, cheesy garlic bread, cookie dough, Pepe's chicken and rice, prime pita, chicken nachos, crispy cream original glazed donuts. Order now. Uber Eats. Bring it. Check app for restrictions and availability. Separate orders are required from each restaurant. Windows 11 helps people get closer to what they love. I'm Charlotte. I'm an engineering student, and I'm creating a platform to help plus-size women feel empowered in the clothing they wear. The first thing about Windows 11 that stood out to me was how easy it was. You have all of the features that you want to use at your fingertips. It's so much more natural for me to use the touchscreen. We can make things truly size-inclusive, and with Windows 11, I'm working on it. Discover new ways to get more done with Windows 11 PCs at Windows. 
Hello latest PS5 community, it's Demi and I'm back with another shameless promo. If you enjoy listening to the latest gaming news each week, then you will absolutely love our YouTube channel. Over there you will expect to see a variety of videos such as live reactions, predictions, gameplay and so much more. Search latest PS5 podcast in YouTube or click the link in the description. Also, while you're at it, help to support our channel by subscribing so you never miss a video. Do it right now subscribe right now i'm watching you i'm gonna give you zero seconds to subscribe done it good back to the show and once again if you want the episode without any advertisements head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 and then you can get ad-free episodes every single week. The link is in the description. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I have waited <laughs> patiently. Well, disclaimer, not patiently, but it's finally happened. Impatiently waiting. Once upon a time, many months ago, for the first time, Football Manager was announced on PlayStation home consoles. I don't know why I switched from British to American, but here we go. Lo and behold, the day before launch, those motherfuckers delayed just the PS5 version. So Sonny sat there patiently, patiently waiting for news no news <laughs> month after month no news i'm like oh my god oh my god i'm gonna stab somebody where is it then we come into 2023 <laughs> we do our most anticipated games of 23 football manager is my number five <laughs> i'm still waiting for that game finally ladies and gentlemen football manager 2023 console has an official release date for ps5 which is february the 1st 2023 as it was announced across the game social channels PlayStation Plus owners will also be able to snap up the game at 20% off the usual asking price, which is redeemable until February 14th, 2023 at 3pm. Sports Interactive also had the following to say on the game. While it's unusual for us to release during a transfer window, our priority from the moment our initial launch was postponed was to get the game to you as soon as possible. Bullshit. We normally wait for all windows to be closed globally, but your questions and comments on our socials and forums made it clear that this was the right decision. Once all global transfer windows are closed, we will be providing a free transfer update to all PlayStation 5 players in the coming weeks. I'm just happy. Ladies and gentlemen, I talked at the top of the show about not being able to do a stag. <laughs> not being able to do a episode because of stag, sorry. We ain't going to be doing any episodes because of this game. Because when Alex is like, where is he? I, still <laughs> I might be recording while I'm playing it. You know I mean? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, mean, I must tell you, I mean, when this news broke, obviously Sonny uh, let me know as soon as I'm thinking, what the hell is this? <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sure he was teetering. We, they could have actually been an emergency broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. That is how much this game needs <laughs> to Sonny. So, uh, yeah, at least we managed to get it in. And it is the biggest story of the day. But if you don't know about Football Manager, now you know. <laughs> if you don't oh, know, God, now you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, well, but yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, I just so want to say, how do you feel about this? Let me, I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about this? This is what happened, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Alex sent me a picture of Jack Daniels, a specific Jack Daniels bottle that I have memory with, and yeah. he said it's time to drink. And I didn't register. I just thought, oh, he must be thirsty. Good choice to drink. And I waited <laughs> a little bit before I was like, hold on, and then let me ring him back yeah. to ask. 
and then found out about the engagement. As soon as Football Manager broke, I shared that profile to him straight away. <laughs> I think he <laughs> just so you can understand manager launching. He found out about that launching faster than me telling him that I'm about to be a father for the first time. <laughs> That didn't yep, move as yep. fast as my fingers on this. I think the only thing that can come close in that speed is Tekken 8. <laughs> it's Tekken 8. Yeah, oh my gosh. So now we know what Sonny loves more than his kids. But yes, I'm sure you can have a lot of time on a toilet uh, playing remotely. Exactly, <laughs> mate. Exactly. I will be playing all the time. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. But Alex, I'm happy. Football manager is out. There's a lot of data on those screens, mm. but instead of data, there's guts on this next one. And I'm actually yeah, excited for this one as well. Yes, definitely. We're going to roll into space, people. The Dead what? Space, the remake is the developer EA Motive has revealed more details about how the PS5 DualSense haptic feedbacks and adaptive triggers have been implemented into the sci-fi survival horror title. Speaking on the PlayStation blog, Motive Senior Brand Manager Vincent Wang revealed that the team wants to make every weapon feel unique further in, to further immerse players when engaging the bloodthirsty necromorphs. Uh, the post gives examples of different weapons, such as the plasma cutter, which gives off a distinct vibration after you fire it, and then the trigger pushes back up to prepare you for the next shot. On the flip side, the pulse rifle blocks with each round as you fire off a barrage of ammo at your enemies. Meanwhile, haptic feedback has been implemented into movement and abilities. For example, players will feel the impact of each step from Isaac's magnetic boots during specific zero gravity sections while using the kinesis and stasis modules also offer immersive feedback. Dead Space Remake is launched this week on the 27th of January. And a lot of people have been waiting for this game to come out. And Dude. You know, I've never played Space, um, Dead Space. Oh, my God. I've always recommended it. What a game. It's one of the best horror game ever made so far. Like, yeah. it's up, it's in there. It's up there with classic Resi Evils and shit like, and Silent Hills. It is definitely, yeah. for me, it's the best. Because obviously the <clears> setting... <throat> If you've ever watched Event Horizon, which is a film, yeah. like a horror film, so way, this is the game. It's the okay. game. It, it, okay. Yeah. So when it talk, but what about this story specifically? Obviously, the plasma cutter. So think of a gun, Alex, that mm. it, it shoots in a straight line. So it shoots like okay. a line laser out. So if you shoot yeah. it at somebody, it will line cut them. Think Johnny Monomic. Okay. He cuts the guy with the fucking <laughs> yeah that laser whip. So yeah, yeah so you could just like aim lateral or um landscape or portrait with the line so you can take yeah, out specific yeah, yeah. limbs and stuff like that yeah. so nice to hear about how the dual sense works with that and obviously his he's got magnetic boots on zero gravity so in zero gravity you float but if you press a button you can magnetize to certain surfaces so imagine oh, that man. happening on the dual sense as it says on there you know during specific sections um oh god i can't wait Looks, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, um, like the fact is that they're actually making an effort to make sure that it feels unique and different. I mean, obviously, we've, we've experienced haptic feedback with a barrage of games, as they say, barrage, love that word. Um, with uh, you know, Horizon, we've had uh, House Smarts, uh, Returnal, you know, and each game just brings like a different element to the uh, the haptic feedback. So I'm really looking forward to uh, getting my hands on this one, actually. And I think honestly, I think what you should do. Playing, Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think what you should do is um, for just three ninety nine, just sign up to EA Play 
for a month. It when it when it because oh, Dead really? Space will it'll go on trial. It'll, there'll be a trial yeah. for like a couple of hours that you can play the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And for three nights, nice. not only that, you'll get for the rest of the month, you'll have access to whatever games are on EA. You can trial the new Need for Speed, but the most important one is you got to trial Dead Space, man. The game is going to be yeah. insane. It's going to be so oh, good. Definitely, definitely. And that's for everyone who's listening. If that's you're not good. sure about the game, flipping EA Play, three quid, three ninety nine, whatever. Trial the game when it comes out. It's absolutely stunning, and it's not coming at PS4, so it looks stunning. Nice. The Macallan, in collaboration with Mogwai, the coming together of two celebrated Scottish names to honour the oldest ever single malt whisky from the Macallan. The Reach is an 81-year-old single malt which reflects the Macallan's history, ingenuity and unmistakable strength of character. The brand has collaborated with Mogwai to compose an original song to pay homage to The Reach. Discover more at themacallan.com. Must be 18 or over. Please savour the Macallan responsibly. Visit bedrinkaware.co.uk for the facts. Get ready for the next battle. Okay, listeners, it is time for the UK top 10 sales charts of the week. I always feel like I need to sing this somehow. Of the week. This should be like a weird 80s jingle. Do you know what I mean? If any of you guys know how to do that and make one and kindly send that in, I would be forever grateful. Or Sonny, you could also do it. I'm just making more work for you. You're welcome. Ten sales charts of the week. Anyway, yes, it is the top ten sales charts of the week. First of all, though, I do have an honourable mention, and this is what I like to call the biggest riser of the week. It is only The Last of Us Part 1, which I'm very excited about. It returns to the charts at number 20 with a 238% spike in sales week on week. The game has, of course, been boosted by the new TV series based on the title, which is available to view in the UK via Sky Atlantic. The PS4 version of the game, The Last of Us Remastered, also re-entered the charts at number 32 with a 322% sales spike. How exciting. Jumping into the top 10, we have Pokemon Scarlet at number 10 with Animal Crossing New Horizons at number 9. At number 8 is Minecraft with Nintendo Switch Sports at number 7. At number 6 is Pokemon Violet with Call of Duty Modern Warfare at number 5. Now this is down two places from last week after a 29% sales slide. At number 4, is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with God of War Ragnarok at number three. It's down a place from last week with a 26% drop. And at number two, I never thought I'd actually say this, it is FIFA 23. So it drops to second place after a 21% fall on sales week on week. So now, what could possibly be at number one? Folks, we only have a new entry. It is Fire Emblem Engage. So released on the 20th of January, Fire Emblem Engage has already knocked FIFA 23 off its top spot for the week. Never underestimate Nintendo Switch fans. That is all I've got to say on the matter. That was the top 10 UK sales charts of the week. <laughs> Catch me next week for the update. PlayStation. Demi, your charts get funnier every single week. Two things, Alex, that I <laughs> noticed. Number one, no GTA 5. And number two, every single game in that chart, including Fire Emblem from the last Fire Emblem game, is down. 
week on week or launch on launch. You know what I mean? Everything. I've I've never seen a chart where all ten games are flipping down. You know the good thing about this chart. You know the best thing about it is that there is just no GTA Five. We'll just take a moment to <laughs> applaud all the listeners, all those, you know, part of this campaign to get GTA 5 out of the chart so that we can get GTA 6. So thank you to all your, uh, but yeah, Fire Emblem Engage, yes, I mean, even with the Switch's large, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, install base. Install base, there it is. Um, yeah, even for it. For that to be 30% down. But then again, a lot of people have played like the previous versions as well. So even though this is like an add-on, it's supposed to be even better, better graphics and all that. Was, but I is guess this, that's just the time of the year. Is this the game? Do you remember when we were trying to find a game that would do three weeks and a, a Switch game launched and you were like, this could do it. And then the second week it fell out the top 10. Um, was that a Fire Emblem? Was, I think it was either Fire Emblem or was it Xenoblade? No, it was Fire Emblem. It was definitely Fire Emblem because it went to number so, one and you were like, it might be. Yeah, and it completely fell out the yeah, fucking top free, in week yeah, two. Yeah, if, yeah, if it was, it would have been three houses. I mean, but it's like a niche game though. And it's like one of those proper oh, yeah, 100%. RPGs, but the story is supposed to be phenomenal. But well, enough about that. <laughs> There's no GPT Well, hopefully next there. week, Alex. I mean, this week, Forspoken is out now as well. Yes. So that, that should be in the Which chart. Is it's battered. Next, I don't know yeah. if it's battered in the Met- Metacritic though. Well, I mean, it's funny because I think our expectations now on first-party games are so high. Obviously, this is not a first-party game. This was more of a technical test for Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. I think you mentioned it the other week, you know, as Naughty Dog yeah. always do like a remaster or a remake before they do their big game on a yeah. new generation. Six High 60s or a 6 is just classed officially as it's okay. 7 is uh, good, you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously, I've yeah. seen some reviews where people have really enjoyed it. And I don't care about those reviews. I wanted to look at the the worst reviews. And everybody just says the biggest problem with the game is just that the world is too big and barren. I was yeah, like, oh, so it's okay. like Zelda then. You know what I mean? Joke, joke. I'm joking. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, you better take that back. Kid, I, you know, out there. He will kick the hell out of you, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, as well as for you know, regardless game, of the... I was going to say, regards to that, I am actually looking forward to playing this game, and I think I will actually do like a little review on it. But um, nice, but yeah, nice. Stay tuned for that. Well, we've got Forspoken, we've got Dead Space Remake, we've got Football Manager. There's quite a few new titles, so hopefully the chart will shake up over the next two weeks. But thank you very much for that, Demi. Speaking of Demi, our wonderful Demi, could you please give us some letters and some questions from the listeners, please? Okay, folks, it is now time to read out some of the letters you guys have sent in. This one is specially directed at Sunny from Shelton, New York. They say, Sunny, it is time. It is time. Oh, yes, indeed. It is time. Are you ready for WWE 2K23? Your thoughts? Yes, Shelton. I am ready that's a dx reference are you ready um but i want to get your thoughts alex because obviously you've grown up with wrestling games vicariously through me talking about them every year (laughs) for the last god knows how long right and i mean i have definitely you've played a few here and there sometimes obviously when you've come around when we were younger and stuff like that but I mean, you look at these WWE 2K games, you listen to how I spoke about that 2K showcase mode. Does that yeah. like get you wondering about, oh, okay, you're actually playing the, you're not playing you know, the protagonist funny, this time. Yeah, actually, as you were saying it, I was thinking, you know, um, 
like 2K actually just needed to switch up the, the franchise a little bit. And the fact is that they're actually getting a bit more invested in the storyline, actually tapping into real events, you know, the way you say it about performing mm. specific moves, just the time with that. I guess that just makes the game much more immersive. Uh, and also just, you know, it's it's a, a homage, I guess, to uh, the previous events. Uh, but the fact is that, yeah, you're playing the protagonist or the antagonist. Yeah, it just makes it more interesting. And I'm glad that uh, 2K is actually, you know, thinking outside the box and uh, figuring out new ways to engage uh, the fans. Because, I mean, wrestling games have pretty much been the same formula from from day one, right? You know, it's just as, as close to a simulation, in very quotes, as possible. But I think... The um the future is just definitely in the narrative and making sure that there is something there which is actually immersive for the single player experience because obviously we know that the multiplayer is always going to be you know top you know for all fans regardless of how the mechanics are they'll still like to kick the crap out of people but um but yeah I'm glad that they're actually uh, working on the narrative so yes even though I've been playing it vicariously through the various generations I think from the SNES all the way to the the 64 to the PlayStation and all every single iteration since then um it's just a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Even though I'm not a true wrestling fan myself, I do appreciate the nuances and I do appreciate the fact that it's still going, you know, pretty much just seems just as strong as it ever has been, man. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching you play it and you mm. showing me <laughs> the various bits which are uh, which are really significant. But, um, but yeah, this is, this is all good. But what about you? This is, this is about your thoughts. You know, Shelton wants to hear from you. He wants to hear come on, your true thoughts about WWE 2K23. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, it's if you've played 2K22, you know what you're going to get with this. I'm more excited about the GM mode. I did the 2K showcase, showcase mode um, last year with Rey Mysterio. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like the fact that they've put the twist on it this year. That excites me quite a bit. And the, ad, the way they do the advertising and things like that, 2K just take it up a level. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, it looks really interesting. And they've nailed the release date because as somebody who watches wrestling um, and who's somebody who's uh, within the industry, the most excitement you see amongst fans is between January and April, which is Royal Rumble to WrestleMania season. So that's the perfect time to release a game. And it's a, it's good because they just had that short turnaround from announcement to release. So it's in your forefront of your mind. Um, and if you're a wrestling fan who wants something from a game, these 2K games now have that in there, whether it be a standalone um, career mode where you create a wrestler and go through unique storylines to the 2K showcase mode, which we spoke about, or the GM mode, or online modes, or exhibition modes. It's got everything, which is great. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm not going to buy it straight away. Um, because obviously I shall be playing another game we spoke about earlier on in the show, and that will take up most of my year, probably until Spider-Man 2 comes out. But I will get around to <laughs> WWE 2K23 at some point. I can't wait for it, Shouten. And um, I'm really happy that uh, you are excited about it too. Next up is from Jaggy, and they write, Yes, DSA, writing in from Landan, as Alex says. I want to know your opinions on PlayStation first-party games. Sony seem to be keeping their cards close to their chest. What are you hoping for this year? All right, Alex. Jaggy from oh. Landan, as he says you call it. Landan. 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 Uh, so what do we know of Sony first-party for 2023? Uh, we know Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, Sony have kept their um... cards close to their chest, you know, and it was funny because there was a rumor going around online uh, from reliable source uh, Miliamand that Sony had pulled their big showcase at the end of the year, obviously because of everything going on with Microsoft and they didn't want to give them ammunition. But Sony have kept quiet. All our studios are working on shit. Yeah. We don't know any of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think it's going to be uh, potentially a quiet game. Oh, well, sorry. Quiet game, factions. Quiet There's Naughty Dog Factions. Sorry, I forgot about that. Um, so you got yeah, Naughty that's Dog just Factions. just like a tag along though, isn't it? <laughs> no, but the online <laughs> mode... No, no, but the thing is, I can be excited about this game because I played the original Last of Us multiplayer mode and it was so addictive. So good. Because yeah. imagine playing The Last of Us in a Last of Us map. Like, just imagine a street with cars and everything. There's other people in there and you're fighting each other. But the ammo and everything is the same as the game. You've got to craft it and everything. So you cannot run around shooting because it's like you only got, you, you are chuffed if you have three bullets in an online mode in okay. factions and stuff like that, you know. And it's their most ambitious game ever they've spoke about. So we've got The Last of Us Faction. So that people you want to play online mm. have that. That will also most likely be on PC as well. And then you have yes. um, Spider-Man 2, which is obviously their big, humongous one. You've got third-party games yeah. like Final Fantasy 16, but they're specifically talking about, I think Jackie's talking about PlayStation first party. I think first this year games. we'll hear announcements. So I think we'll see more of Wolverine. I think we'll see gameplay of Wolverine yeah. this year. Um, <laughs> and I think yeah. we'll see quite a lot of announcements. I think, when do you think, like, you know what I mean? What games do you think you're going to see? Which studios do you think what you'll games? go? I mean, you, you are missing the big one, which I think is going to shut the industry down, especially for veterans such as ourselves, you know, from the Konami camp. And even though it's not going to be first party, it's most definitely going to be an exclusive because there's no point in releasing it on the Xbox. Um, and I think that's going to be something from the Metal Gear franchise. Even the rumors mm. are rumbling that Konami is working on some type of remake. Is it going to be part three? Is it going to be part one? They don't need to worry about part two because that game was just kind of pants. But uh, but definitely the first or the third one um, uh, would be definitely welcomed um, for a nice uh, current gen because we're now next, no longer next gen. Uh, so a current gen refresh uh, and a remake. And I think they could do some phenomenal things with the technology there especially if they uh, manage to incorporate um like the uncut clips from twin snakes which was released on the gamecube did that actually get released on the playstation console twin snakes nah. at all was that just like a, yeah so that would be great if they could actually give an option you know for both um but yeah um i'm looking forward to that obviously we've mentioned about uh other remakes such as resident evil 4 which uh, is going to be coming out silent Hill, yeah i mean as you mentioned I think I think Jaggy, you got to think about it from what Alex just said. In this sense, the fact that PlayStation are still holding all their cards close to their chest. I mean, Microsoft have gone this week and shown a few things off from their de developer direct. But when you consider that this year alone, you have Resident Evil Four remake. Granted, it's coming to everything. But if you want to talk PlayStation exclusivity, you have forespoken. You have Final Fantasy 16, you have Spider-Man 2, you have Last of Us Factions, and let's not forget, you got Silent Hill 2 remake as well. So yeah. you've got that alone is a great year. That's one every two, two and a half months, two months that you're getting a big exclusive game on PlayStation if you were working on averages. 
now you tie around that announcements and gameplay of games and things, and you're going to get more excited. I think we spoke about this last week where the reason Sony's cards are close to their chest is there was nothing to do in 22 because Nintendo wasn't showing off big, big, big things. Microsoft wasn't doing anything. But this year, 2023, specifically the second half of it, it's going to be all out war from all three. Nintendo will have Zelda and they will be pushing the last hurrah of the switch before they make the announcement of switch Two, which will probably be 2024 launch you've got microsoft who will have games ready to go sony can't stay quiet then because the mind share which is very important cannot leave what they currently have so they're just holding mm-hmm. on to these announcements you know and there's so many games in development i think it was like 50 something games but don't forget yeah whether you're getting it or not, these if you're buying a PSVR 2, you've got loads of games. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? Dude, we even forgot and... bloody Horizon Burning Shores, which is not VR. Yeah. Yeah, and you got Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is VR. you got Switchback, which is VR. So you've got exclusive games coming all right. I know what he's talking about. He's talking about the Wolverine or the Naughty Dog game or the next Santa Monica game, those big tentpole games. Yeah. You know? And I think this year we will see a teaser for the new Ghost of Tsushima game. Oh, you think? Dude, it's yeah, this time. It's, be, it's been out for a few years now, and they already talked about yeah. it and working on the sequel. <laughs> but again, <laughs> Alex, awesome. this is this this is how we're getting fed well. We don't even have to wait that long for a game similar. you got Rise of the Ronin coming out as well yeah. at the end of the year, early 24, which is PlayStation nice. exclusive as well. So we're, 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 we're eating yeah. good. You don't have to worry, Jackie. <laughs> it's the calm before the storm. Just enjoy Dead Space or actually just enjoy Football Manager before the big boys come to town. Yeah, it's, it's true. I think it's going to be, I mean, the, we've got the, the staples which are coming out at the end of the year, like the Call of Duties, you know what I mean? Obviously, we'd have the Flippers and, you know, the, the other obvious games. But I think this year, Sony's just going to focus in on just getting the PS5 units uh, into uh, people's hands. I mean, there's also a rumor that they're going to be stopping the current model of the PS5. Uh, in yeah, favor just with a new build. Discless. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, so I think that's not the focus because like, they, they've got quality games already out there. They've got evergreen titles, such as the ones that we've mentioned. So, and there's so many people who haven't even got their hands on those yet. So before flooding them with a whole host of other games, let's like, get everybody to catch up. And in the meantime, there's a whole lot of third-party games for people to, uh, to enjoy. So yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, and, uh, hold on, like Jeggy. I was gonna say Landy, but no, it's Landon. What Landon? I don't say Landon. <laughs> Landon. <laughs> and hold on, what's you, this DSA? I thought we were realizing. I know, Demi, man. Right? I know. Listeners, you need to pay attention. Don't, don't, don't listen to Demi. Look, she's influencing you all too much. Stop it. But listeners, that is enough for this week. We are now going to record our episode two review. Of the latest, dun, dun, dun. of the latest, of the Last of Us on the latest. The, latest Last of Us. the episode will yeah, be free yeah. this week, but if you want any future episodes where we review three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, then become a Patreon for just a pound a month, and you get advertisement-free early access every single week. Alex, with that being said, before we get over, any final words? The final words is, if you smell what the rock is cooking, and that's it. But John Cena's a cover star. You can't see him. <laughs>